In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Unless our Lord returns first, the life we all live in this world in the flesh will come to an end. Death, after all, is the inescapable wages of sin. When and how those wages are administered is not up to us. It is up to him whom we have offended by our sin. No matter how much you worry or how anxious you become, you are not able to add even a measly hour to your span of life, nor to anyone else's. Contrary to popular internet advice, you aren't adding an hour to your life by foregoing 10 strips of bacon, or by avoiding whatever else it supposedly is that is slowly subtracting minutes from your life. You do not get to determine when you die, and it is sinful to attempt to arrogate that power to yourself. It is not for you to know times and seasons, even the season of your own life. It is the Lord who kills, and it is the Lord who makes alive. So no medical intervention will stave off death when, it, when God deems that it is your time to die. And so in the gospel text today, our Lord poses this question. If you are unable to do such a small thing as adding even a single hour to your life by being anxious, why do you worry about all the other things? Why do you worry about food and clothing? Why is it that Christians chase after food and drink and clothing with the same zeal as heathen unbelievers? Why is it that Christians are worried up about storing the goods that they think they have gotten for themselves into barns dressed up as retirement funds and pensions with the notion that they are then free to sit back, eat, drink, relax, and be merry? when Christians especially should realize that any given night, their soul might be required of them. Maybe we're too well off to worry about things like food and clothing, so how about this? Why is it that Christians are worried about missing their favorite daily television programming, but find it burdensome to allot a single hour each week to the hearing of God's word in the divine service, let alone to set aside 10 minutes daily to read the Bible and pray with their families. It's not surprising that the unbelievers worry about these things, but that's because they have no other course of action. If this life is all that there is, then the only options are to worry about prolonging it and enjoying it, or to despair to the point of desiring to end the misery experienced in this wicked world. But you, dearly baptized Christians, you know better than that. You know and believe as you confess each week in the creed, you know and believe in the world beyond this veil of tears. You have no need to worship the gods of food or clothing or leisure. For you have been joined to Christ's death and his resurrection through the waters of holy baptism, and you have there received the adoption as sons by God the Father. You now have a Father in heaven who knows what you need and wants to give it to you. 
He knows what you need better than you yourself do. And what is it that your heavenly Father says that you need above all else? It is not food, it is not drink, nor clothing, nor leisure, nor even shelter. Of course, he knows you need all those things, but what you need more than anything else, all those things which will perish along with this earth, what you need more than all that is the kingdom of God itself. The kingdom of God is the only thing worth being anxious for, but you don't even need to be anxious about it. Your father is not hiding the kingdom from you, nor does he wish to keep you out of it. It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom freely, without any worry or anxiety or works needed on your part. So much does he want to give you his kingdom that he sent his kingdom here to earth in the very person of his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus comes with the kingdom of God to break and hinder every evil plan and purpose of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature, which do not want us to hallow God's name or let his kingdom come among us. Jesus comes with the kingdom of God to bestow on us forgiveness of sins and to clothe us with his righteousness through his death on the cross. Jesus brings the kingdom of God to earth that we might be made heirs of the kingdom of heaven for eternity. If all the benefits of the kingdom of God are given to you freely for the sake of Christ, then what need is there to be anxious for the things of this life? Your life is more than food, for you have died with Christ, and the life you now live in the flesh, you live by faith in the Son of God. Your body is more than clothing, for clothed in Christ's righteousness, you are arrayed in greater splendor than Solomon and even the lilies. Dear Christians, our Lord has given you a treasure that no thief can steal and that no moth or rust can destroy. He has given you a treasure that lies beyond this world which is passing away. The treasure of Christ's kingdom and his righteousness dispels any worry or anxiety about food or clothing. Because you are heirs of Christ's kingdom, you may be content in every situation in this life, whether you are in abundance or in poverty, health or sickness, clothed or naked, satisfied or hungry. Your true and eternal life is hidden with God in Christ. So the life you now live on this earth, you live by faith. To you who seek his kingdom, God has promised to add to you things like food and clothing, but he hasn't promised to add them to you on this side of glory. If he does, then rejoice and give thanks. But if he doesn't, you live in faith, as did our fathers from the Old Testament, those who, as the epistle to the Hebrews read this morning says, who died in faith, not having received the things promised, but having greeted them from afar, acknowledging that they were strangers and exiles on earth, seeking a heavenly homeland. 
to some our Lord has not lavished on them earthly goods. And to those who have been given plenty of food and clothing, that will be taken away from them either its death or at the return of Christ, either of which could come at any moment. But we have the promises of Christ, promises which will not be fully realized on this earth, but which are absolutely certain nonetheless. If while you sojourn on this earth, you find yourself lacking in earthly food, then come here to Christ's supper and take the bread of heaven, which will sustain you in body and soul unto life everlasting. If you find yourself lacking earthly clothing, then remember the spotless white garment of Christ's righteousness given to you in your baptism, the garment which grants you a spot at the table at the eternal feast of the Lamb and his kingdom which shall have no end. For to those who in this way seek God's kingdom, he has promised to give also food and clothing and everything needed. And this he will do abundantly. If not now, then when Christ returns and the kingdom of God comes in its full power and glory and every knee submits to Christ's eternal reign. Blessed are you who seek the kingdom of God, remaining faithful even unto death. When the master returns, he will dress himself for service, while he dresses you with the crown of life and the robe of his righteousness. He will have you recline at table, not to give you bread that perishes, but to have you join with all the faithful in the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom which has no end. Do not worry or be anxious about food or clothing, for your heavenly Father knows you have need of these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he will delight to give you his kingdom, and not only that, but he will delight to add to you food and clothing that will last for eternity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.